We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. Soggy fuck. Sorry, fag. Strange fat. So foggy. Sally Field. Sexual fecundity or sore freedom. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Some fish. <laughs> <laughs> Sophisticated firebox. <laughs> that's all I got. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Whew. What was that all about? That's the, and that's the end of the episode. <laughs> hey, don't be scared. And don't be sad. That's not the end of the episode. Just the beginning. Just the, <laughs> the beginning. So we, so first we had an idea that was the top five predictions predictions about San Francisco, but those were just boring. Which is where I'm going to grad school in two right. months. Right. In two months, girl, in one month. I mean, it's like seven weeks. Is it? Yeah. Okay. And that was boring. So then we said top five other things that SF stands for. Right. And we, as you can hear, came up with some great ones. Yeah. But we're like, can we talk about these? Like, how does this sustain an episode? Like, right, right. like some fish was just going to be, you're going to eat some fish. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. going to be by the coast. It's so close Which to will it. be great. Yeah. But like, can we talk about that for four There's minutes? There's water all around. Probably. Yeah. Do you have any of yours you want to expand on? Uh, sorry, Frank. Um, oh, I had a sorry fag. So yeah, tell me about sorry, Frank. Um, it's to Frank Sinatra? No, I'm not going to talk about that one. Okay. That's something I still have not divulged. Um, let's see. Soggy fuck. Okay. Doesn't that sound great? Because it's so moist there? Yeah. Because of the fog? See, I had so <laughs> foggy. <laughs> no. I wasn't thinking about San Francisco when I did these. Oh, wait. <laughs> I was so... All of mine were about San Francisco. I have one, another one I didn't say, slutty fancy. But again, not about San Francisco. No. Anyway, so as you can hear, we decided that was a bad subject. So we've come up with a different top five that we will explain to you soon hello welcome hello this is a podcast called hot drinks i'm your host brother jack coffee and i am latter day twain and here's something crazy yeah i know we're on the up and up like our rise to stardom is just around the corner oh, jesus and by that i mean not even close and sure. i was at a party a couple of nights ago and someone said oh i've heard of hot drinks and i'm like then why am i not rich <laughs> Someone I've never met. Wait, what party? The one that I didn't go to because yeah. you didn't invite me? I did invite you and tried to convince you in very persuasive ways. Right. And, and also the hosts of the party invited me. Yes. And I chose not to go. Yeah. You were sealed. I think I'm on the up and up because I'm driving DoorDash like six days a week so I can pay my bills. Oh my God. Congratulations. Are, are you exhausted? No, it's actually not that bad. It's okay. fine. We're going to talk about it, but it's fine. Wait, what? We are going to talk about that? Yeah, it's one of my bagels and horrors. Okay. Some some tips about DoorDash. Let's table that. Let's table that. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, the please stop watching Instagram Reels while we're recording. Oh, I'm not. It's just open. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. I look down on her lap. It's literally an Instagram Reel from, like, Paramount TV. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so we normally start out an episode where we get everyone caught up on, on how our week's been. Yeah. And by week, I typically mean several weeks. Right. Uh, the last 21 days. 
They've been fine. <laughs> and there we, we go. We had the fourth. Yeah, we did. Sure hate the fourth. Oh my God. I, okay, are we talking, is that a horror? Yeah, let's talk about? about the fourth. That's a little bit of a horror. So I uh, went to visit my sister Becky with CK. That was not a horror. That was a bagel. Right. Because literally what I did, so as we drove down, my daughter and I made a 4th of July playlist called For the Red, White, and Blue. Oh my God. That was the name of the playlist. Mm-hmm. And we tried to choose songs that mentioned America, fireworks, <clears throat> dreams, uh, ex- exploration, <coughs> whatever, but that were not patriotic songs. Right. So we made a playlist as we drove down. Then we got in Becky with ZK's hot tub. Yeah. Then I... Yelled at her to bring me beverages. <laughs> then I yelled at her to bring me um, uh, a Bluetooth speaker so we could listen to the playlist. Right. Then I yelled at her to bring me pizza because she was making pizza in her pizza oven. Incredible. It was fucking amazing. Oh, my God. It was God. a dream. Yeah. So that was a bagel. Great. The horror was <clears throat> yeah. a 4th of July parade. Yes. I, did anyone else go to a 4th of July not parade? just any 4th of July No, but I feel like they all would be this bad. Fair. No, that's fair. So, the, so but, but the but the Provo the one Pro, so Provo is Utah has a, a big example. Freedom Festival. Exactly. And so they have a big parade, and we used to go every year as kids, and we would just my my aunt had a store on the parade route, and we'd hang out there, and we'd laugh, and we'd eat waffles, and we'd kind of make fun of it, whatever. I went like I I didn't even really go to the parade, but it's very close to Becky with CK's house, so we just kind of walked down and we could see little bits of it. Mm-hmm. It is like it is everything I hate in the world on display. A Christian nationalist like, nightmare. It's like Mike Lee, John Curtis, <laughs> Spencer Cox. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like a military tank with a machine gun on the back. Right, right. Then it's like the missionaries, the MTC missionaries, because yeah. they walk in the parade. Yep. The missionaries sure from the MTC. They sure do. Then it's like an old guy in an old car. I hate old guys. Yeah. And I hate old cars. <laughs> like everything about it, I was like, this is, I can't think of one thing I don't hate that is not in this parade. Yeah. So I left. And then I yelled for drinks. Yeah. Great. Anyway. Um... The other horror, well, you talk for a minute, and then I'll decide if I'm going to share this. Other okay. Horror. What's Let's What's see. happening with your horrors? How was your fourth? Uh, it was fine. I, you know, I was off work because where I work was closed, um, <clears throat> and I know not everyone has that luxury. So I was glad to have the day off, but I sure do hate the Fourth of July. I have for many years, as yeah. we've discussed. Um, and me and the kids. And my ex-husband, Gary, who lives mm-hmm. in Salt Lake now. Right. We all went to see Indiana Jones. How was it? It was delightful. Okay. Meaning it was better than Crystal Skull. I don't think I ever saw Crystal Skull. Oh, you don't need to. Do you... <clears throat> have you heard this? So, you know how he's young in a lot of the movie? Yeah. Harrison Ford. Uh-huh. That is not CGI. In the sense that they did not take his old face and make it look young. Oh. They have, I heard this in an interview with Harrison Ford, Lucasfilms owns thousands upon thousands of hours of him acting as a young person. Right. In all these different movies. Right. So he would act the scenes out, and then a computer would go and match his face, old face, to video footage of his young face, and stitch each second together into him being young. Wow. So it's not like they took the old face and like removed the wrinkles and you know, whatever. (coughs) It literally was his young face in the same positions or saying the same words 
that he said in some in other, other film that they made 30 years ago or 40 right. years ago. Right. All of those stitched together to make all of the scenes of his, him young. Oh, my And then God. I'm sure someone had to go through and, like, smooth over the bumps and whatever right, and, like, right. make it make sense. But right. isn't that crazy? It was crazy. And the first thing I thought was, this is just getting better. However it is they're approving upon this, this yeah. whole... Uh, Age. Mechanism is getting better. Right. It's definitely better than that Princess Leia thing... Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Um, although, in the second Guardians of the Galaxy, they did that to Kurt Russell, and that was the best that I've seen so far. Oh, see, I don't even I don't even think I noticed it. Because oh. it was that good. Oh, okay, I just see? thought Kurt Russell still looked that good. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, and yeah, kind of. He um, does. Here's the thing. What everyone should do is go Google Harrison Ford's Speedo, because there's some shots of him in a Speedo in, like, the 70s. Mm. And good goddamn. I know. He was so handsome. Beautiful man. So hot. I mean, he Just still is very, very handsome. So but. much so. Okay, great. Happy Forest. Great. And do, then, you have, do you have other bagels and horrors? I do. I uh, also saw No Hard Feelings. I don't know what that is. J-Law. Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, yes. The, the slutty rom-com. Yes. How is it? Fucking hilarious. Okay, I really want to see it. I would love to see it again. Let's go. Let's okay. go this week. Let's go Let's right go now. tomorrow. Let's go. Let's Episodes over. We're oh. done. We're going to go <laughs> to the movie right now. Hey, we're back. Don't be sad. I started that right as you coughed, which <laughs> felt on brand. That movie was hilarious. I'm so glad we went. I am so glad, Just too. kidding. We didn't go. It's no, we 10 didn't. seconds later. No, but anyway, Matthew Broderick's in it. Great. Looking like an old man. Yeah. And he's great. You know who's not looking like an old man? Who? His wife, Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> she looks so fantastic. Does she? Every time I see her in that thing you do, what's that show called? And then suddenly. And then. And all <laughs> and of this. <laughs> and just like that. And just like that. She looks so great. <clears throat> Still she, very stylish. Noticed. Have you watched it? I haven't. Well, that's why you haven't noticed. And that's what I meant <laughs> to say. She's so stylish. <sighs> she looks great. <laughs> Anyway. When you said stylish, I thought of the woman um, who worked at this dress shop in St. George that I went to. Uh-huh. And she said, are you looking for something more conservative? <laughs> conservative? Conservative. That reminds me of <clears throat> uh, a friend of mine. A girl walked up to her and said, oh, that blouse is so fun. Is it fun? Oh, oh, oh. How do you answer that? You walk, you run, you anyway. turn and run. So, okay, I, okay. Ha- I have a bagel. Share. The heat. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think it's a horror. Oh, I meant horror. Oh. Why am I talking about? Oh, my like, God. You like this heat? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It is a horror. Uh, Did but- I not say on our last episode? Yeah. All these bitches are like, it's been such a stormy spring. <laughs> Where is my summer sun? <laughs> Well, it's here. It's here, assholes. Yeah, it's here, you fuck. And it's terrible. I can't believe I actually said bagel. (sighs) Um, uh, I have one more bagel, but do you have any? I have a bagel. Okay. It's bagels. Do you ever get a bagel? Yeah. With cream cheese. Toasted. Smoked salmon. Uh Uh-huh. Some capers. Maybe maybe some pickled red onion. Maybe. Mm. Little everything but the bagel seasoning. A little bit of lemon. Jesus, Lord and Savior. Oh, I know. Did you have one recently? Uh, sometimes I buy those from Trader Joe's and that's my lunch for the week. And you can, you put it together yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just cream cheese on a bagel. I feel like even you could do this. Well, I mean. It's cream cheese on a bagel and smoked salmon. Yeah. Anyway, what a bagel. Yeah. Anyway, what's your bagel? 
Um, next week, no, at the end of this week, Emma is moving here so she can start school in the fall. Congratulations. So that's exciting. And you're moving away. And for about six weeks, my ex-husband and all four of my kids will be in the same town. Wow. I that's, feel betrayed. That's it. <laughs> I don't. It's fine. No, I think it's great. <coughs> I think it's great. Okay, great. Okay, so this is both a bagel and a horror. Uh-oh. So I've been door dashing. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I'm just, I'm here to give you, <clears throat> dashy, some tips from a door dasher. Mm-hmm. So number one, leave a big tip. Don't wait to d- tip after the delivery. Just tip early and tip a lot. And okay. I will get you your food, your food fiesta. Okay. I will yes. get you your food fiesta. Okay. Number two, <clears throat> think about how far your house is from the restaurant and how annoying it is to get to your house. Okay. If you live downtown yeah. and I got to park on the street uh-huh. and then I got to get buzzed into a building right. and then I got to figure out the layout of your apartment complex yeah. and find your door, uh-huh. you better be tipping like $37. Right, right. If you're in a neighborhood and I can pull up and I can just drop it on your porch, you can tip a little bit less. Yes. But it's so annoying. When it's complicated. It's so annoying. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I'm making money the more deliveries I can complete. So if your delivery takes me an extra nine minutes from when I park uh-huh. because like I can't I have to park far away and there's no street parking and then I gotta walk and then I can't get in the bit like then that then I'm mad I would start crying I mean I have just <laughs> kidding I haven't I did DoorDash once I think it was actually Uber Eats uh-huh and I think I cried I actually don't mind it I just listen to my little cute audiobooks uh-huh and then I um I just drive around mm-hmm. and then the money goes right on a debit card yeah. and then I spend that money and then <laughs> That's how money works. <laughs> That's how it goes. The bourbon I'm drinking tonight, paid for by DoorDash. Oh, great. So I had a little money on my DoorDash card. And there you go. Went and bought a bottle of bourbon. So you have a separate card? Yeah. I mean, you can have them just pay you weekly and deposit into your account. Or you can get a debit card from them. And then literally as soon as I hit end dash, mm-hmm. all it of my loads. money I made that night just loads. Okay. So then if I need to run to the grocery store or whatever, I can just, or I'm going to grab some food on the way home, I can just pay with that card. Can I ask a question? Yes. How, what's the most you've made in one day doing it? One, one session. Uh, so there were, t- my f- there were <clears throat> two sessions I did at the very beginning where I was supposed to get a $12 bonus, which I still have not gotten. Oh, my God. And guess who has great customer service? DoorDash. Just kidding. They don't. Oh, oh. Because I messaged them, and they're like, the what? And I'm like, yeah, it was a $12 oh, bonus. Oh, my And they're God. like, oh, yeah, you'll get that um, sometime. Oh, anyway, oh. <laughs> those times I DoorDash for about two and a half hours, and I made about 70 to $80. Dollars. Okay. So it's not bad. Oh, okay. It's like, it's, I'm averaging about $20 an hour, but a good hour I'll make like $30 an hour. Okay. So it's not bad. I'm into it. Yeah. Great. I mean, I wish I could just pay my bills with one job, but, you know, <laughs> until then, until then. Cute. But here's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I think about tips, because this came up at the 4th of July. We were talking about how everywhere you go, you know, they flip the iPad around and they want a tip. Here's your job as a consumer. You give the biggest tip you can afford to give. Absolutely. It doesn't matter if they've done not a goddamn thing. Absolutely. Because you know what it is? It's mutual aid. It is us versus capitalism. Yep. All of us are struggling. Uh So if I can give you $4 today instead of $1, and that helps you like have a little extra in your pocket, and then maybe next week you can give me 
$3, whatever, it's yeah. mutual aid. Yeah. We're, we're all, it's us versus capitalism. Nobody's making a living wage in no. these jobs. No, so we're not... So we're not nickel and diming. We're not worrying about why should I have to tip? They didn't do anything. You should have to tip. They didn't do anything because the corporations aren't paying them enough money right. to pay their bills. Right. Mutual aid. I know the, the the whole antiquated idea of tipping is like, well, they didn't even do anything extra. They just pushed some buttons. Great. Here's Listen, $5. We're trying to survive. We're all trying to survive. Yeah. We're all trying to survive. So if you're in a place where you can tip extra generously, do it. Mm -hmm. If you're in a place where you can't tip generously, tip generously. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like even if it's one or two dollars more. Yeah. Because on top of it, when you're spending 30 bucks on dinner for you and your kids, mm -hmm. a six dollar tip, you spending $36 is not that much different than you spending $34. Exactly. But the, the six dollar tip for that person is a big deal. It's a big deal. So just tip. Yes. Mutual aid. Yes. We're all just... All of us are just trying to survive. Right. We got to beat the billionaires at their game. And, right. And if you aren't tipping or if you're tipping shitty, it's like all you're doing is perpetuating you're the rewarding, imbalance. Yep, you're rewarding the billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying you did right, Mr. Billionaire, yeah. by underpaying this person. Right. Right. So let's all fucking help each other yeah, out. That's mutual aid. Anyway. But tip your DoorDash driver. We're tired. If you can't afford to tip decently, then don't DoorDash. Yeah. If you can't afford to tip decently, then don't go out. <clears throat> the me. other day, my daughter texted me and she was like, can I DoorDash lunch? Because I was working. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And she DoorDashed. She had, she had a coupon or something. She DoorDashed Taco Bell. She was like, I got four tacos, a drink, and a $6 tip, and it was under 20 bucks. The Taco Bell is 10 feet from my house. <laughs> so, like... I like cheers to that driver uh, yeah. because they got that they got that pickup and they were like a six dollar tip to drive from this Taco Bell <laughs> to this house thirty feet away and I just made six bucks. I love it. They were thrilled. I love and it. And I say to them, mutual aid. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh no. Okay. So we got a little top five cooked up for you. Surprise, surprise. I forgot what it is. It is. So the other day, I sent you a meme. Oh, yes. As I am wont to do. Okay, this is what it is. I sent you the meme with the intention of, like, I think there's an episode in here. And I ignored it. You did. As I am wont to do well, when you send me a meme. Which is totally fine. Uh, and it says, it's actually a tweet. So many people need a hug, a forehead kiss, and a grilled cheese cut diagonal. True. And so, I suggested, what if we did a top five where we changed one of those three things? Right. And... That's it. That's that, what we're going to do. But are we, every time are we going to have to say all three, but we change one? Or are we just going to say the thing? Let's say all three. Oh, God. Okay. It's Will fine. you write them down for me? It's right here. Okay, let's take a break. And then we're going to come back and talk about grilled cheese. Or not. Up on the train, governor. To Patreon Town. I was going to say San Francisco. <laughs> but we don't discuss these ads before we record them. Is there a way, Governor, that I could support this podcast? This is like Australian and English all at once. Well, if you jump on this train, it's got a direct route to a town we like to call Patreon Town. What train is it? Patreon train. Great. <laughs> and when I get to the town, what do I do? You walk around and say, hey. No, you pay money. Oh, 
You choose a tear and you pay money. A tear from your eye? You choose a tear. <laughs> and you pay money. And you pay money as little as three dollars a month. You can pay one dollar, but fuck you. <laughs> you ain't getting nothing. You ain't getting shit. You can also pay one million dollars. <laughs> you get And we will toss your salad. You just became a million dollars like... Some know. East Coast. When you when you pay a million dollars, <laughs> we will toss your salad. That means eat your butthole. We what? both will. Are we gonna? Uh, if someone pays a million dollars a month, yes, I will one thousand percent eat their butthole. One time, like monthly, okay. if they want me to. Recently, this uh-huh. is important. Okay. We were in a car with Morag slash Cindy, and you go, "Why do they call it tossing salad?" And she goes, <laughs> "Because of the bits." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if anyway. you want your tallets, your salad tossed monthly with the bits included, just pay $1 million a month or pay less and you get some bonus content. And regardless of how irregular our posting is on our Patreon account, you have access to all the backlog. You and do. we've been doing this for a long damn time. We've been doing it for a long time. So anyway, patreon.com, patreon.com slash hot drinks. Pay some money. Get some backlog. Get your bits tossed. <laughs> hey, we're back. And I'm being groomed. By my cat. And by a drag queen. It's <laughs> hilarious. It took me a second because I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. So here are the top five. <laughs> so give us okay. give us an example of how this is going to work. So I'm going to say so many people need... A hug, a forehead kiss, and a blah. Like my own thing. No, I'm I know, a... but just do it. Just show us. Uh, you want me to just do one? Yeah, it's your number one. Oh, oh, you didn't <laughs> say time. that. It's okay. Time. I mean, just demonstrate. Okay. Every, uh, no. So, so many, many people, people need, need a kiss. No. So many people I can need. See this is going really well. A hug, a forehead kiss, and everything taken away from them. Okay. Tell us more. You just, it just helps you figure out who you are. Okay. Just everything? Yeah. Your home? Uh, your home, your marriage, your kids. Your clothing? Mm, maybe. Maybe everything burns. Well, not your kids. <laughs> a ham and cheese sandwich but you it, for lunch? But what it's I gone. mean by that okay, is more. your world turns upside down for a second. And, okay. th- and that can look different depending on the person. Maybe it's your kids burning in a fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe it's someone taking your ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> but, like... Everyone needs that moment in their life where everything crumbles. Mm-hmm. Because when all when your life as you know it is stripped away from you. That's when you look behind you and see only one set of footprints. <laughs> and, and it was Bernie. It was Bernie Sanders Bernie. carrying you all the while. <laughs> um, <Okay. laughs> no, um because then you realize Who's always there, and it's yourself. Oh, I was, I was going to say it's Jesus. It's a- <laughs> you keep talking. I'm going to sing In the Hollow of Thy Hand in the background. In the Hollow of Thy Hand. One time you tried to rap it. I know, you don't remember that. I don't remember that. Because keep, bourbon. Keep talking. Anyway. In the Hollow of Thy Hand. I don't wish hard times on it. boy on to man. Specifically. But I'm just saying, like, everybody needs that moment where the world's shaken up. In Greece. And you... <laughs> 
Notice I didn't take away the kiss and the hug hand, because everyone deserves love. Grows from but, boy to man. I can't, I can't. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, what I'm saying is... It's rock bottom is what you're describing. Not necessarily rock bottom. That sounds okay. like a dark night of the soul. Okay. Which maybe that... I don't know what I'm saying. That's another way of saying what I'm saying, and maybe it's not, but... Oh, fuck. My number one. What's your number one? Everyone needs a hug... And a kiss. So many people need so, a hug, a forehead I'm not, kiss. I'm not going to be able to do this. It's only number one. I'm not going to be able to remember. <sighs> but what I need, or what what grills my cheese, is an an upcoming scene in the TV show Foundation, where Lee Pace, Lee Pace. who is six five, yeah, has a big fight while he's naked. Yeah. It's getting some press. Okay. You've probably seen it. I've heard of it. So Foundation is a show on Apple TV Plus mm-hmm. based on a book by Isaac Asimov. Uh, Lee Pace plays the emperor. I don't remember his name. I know. He wears some kind of robe. He look, He look, dresses amazing. But the, but the premise of the show is the emperor is always a clone. And so there's always an old man emperor, a, like a middle-aged emperor, and then a young emperor. But they're all the same person. They're just clones. So they're all Lee and Pace? Then, yeah, but Lee Pace just plays the middle-aged right. one. Oh. But then he grows up into the old one, and then the young one grows up into Lee Pace. Oh, okay. So it's the same. Anyway. I don't know what happens, but there is a scene where he, where some people come to kill him while he's fucking. <laughs> oh! And he shields himself with his lady friend, and they chop off top of half of her head, <gasps> and then he fights them naked. And oh that, my god! That's the grilled cheese I need. But wait, they chop off her half of her head. Just half of her head. So just from just like, half. yeah, it's not she her whole head. Survives it? No, I think she's dead because <laughs> it's from like. It's from, like, the top, like, let's say the top right corner of her forehead down below her eye, I, but across the bridge of her nose to maybe, I, like, her cheek. I don't think that's important. And then that chunk of her head Oh, my comes God, off. that's awful. While he's in her? Uh, maybe, but then he runs around naked and fights them. Um, and that's, and the, that, that's the part we want to focus on. And that on. chunk of her head is just laying on the ground. Oh, my God! In the hall. That's, anyway. That's like having sex in the car with JFK when he was killed. Just oh, right. no, it's not. No, it's not. This has got to be scrubbed. Managers. Wait, why? Ashley's manager scrubbed this. Why? Because what? imagine Meryl Streep in an interview talking about having sex with JFK in the car when he was shot. It oh, wouldn't happen. Are you saying I'm as good as Meryl? I'm saying you might be the next Meryl Streep. And then can there be a podcast out there where Meryl Streep talks, talks about fucking JFK while he gets shot? No. What I this said was. This is why your manager needs to scrub this. What I said was. That's like having sex with someone in the car when JFK is killed. Oh, that's Same so much car, better. Same car, different so person. So with like Jackie or one of the well, secret service people. Well, you said that half of her head's just on the ground. That's what happened. It was on the back. It was on the top of the manager, back of the car. You have to pay this manager so much money. You started it with the head thing. Because they have to scrub this and then they have to erase it from the internet. <laughs> and then they have to drive to the home of every gentle listener <laughs> and, and beat them up. And make sure skin. they don't have a, yeah, make sure they don't have a copy saved well anyway my number two (laughs) so many people need a hug a forehead kiss and a long session of thumb play wait where are the thumbs they're on the holes oh okay okay they're on the holes it's not a thumb war no it's it's one thumb okay belonging to someone else and it's and it's on you and that thumb, it's a little, it's got some calluses. It maybe oh. has a split, a little bit of a crack. 
Like it's a little dry. <laughs> There's a little part of it that snags the skin. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. But I mean, but we're playing with some coconut oil or some other kind of lube. Okay. And you're having a whole session where you just get to relax. And the person plays around with different pressures, speeds, maybe okay. some insertion, maybe some not. Maybe some not. Yeah. Uh, and if you want... But it's just that fatty pad of the thumb. Yeah, just, yeah. Just pressed up there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, You know, maybe there's some pulsation. Maybe there's some flicking. All kinds of different fun thumb activities. Ding, ding, ding. That's the flicking noise. I think... That's the pulsating It would noise. really help me. Let's say I had a, a half-hour thumb session okay. with someone. Okay. It would so help. it starts with a thumb war. It would help. <laughs> You're like, one, two, three, four. I declare a thumb war. And then you just lay down and take your pants off. Yeah. And so then, you scrub this too. Yeah. Um, and, it, and I think it would help you know what works for you. Like... Like how Thumb hard, wise. how soft, yeah. or you know, whatever. What are you thinking about during the thumb session? You're just laying there, knees akimbo. I think I'm probably stoned out of my mind. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, because I get so in my head. Okay. Yeah. When I don't have a dick in me mm-hmm. and there are other things going on, yeah. I'm in my head. Really? Yeah. Why? Because I'm a bad person. This. <laughs> I thought that for a long time. <laughs> this is why one of my SFs was sexual fecundity. Fecundity. Because I just think when you're in SF, I know you're there to study. I know we're in our 40s, so the libidos are a little tacky. They're not as <laughs> slick as they once were. They're tacky. a little sticky. You know what I'm I mean? I'm right as rain. I don't know what you're saying. But like, you've just lived in Utah for so long. You've been trying to fuck all these ex-Mormons. It's a nightmare. Nobody wants to fuck an ex-Mormon. No. No. They don't deserve it, and you don't deserve it. Thank you. So I just want you to be in a city where a man is like, what's a Mormon? And I'm like, And then thumb session. (laughs) Then thumb session begins. Thumb session, yeah. Sexual fecundity. Yes. Or the other other, uh, pair to sexual fecundity was sore frenum. Frenum, which is like the soft tissue membranes of your mouth. What's there's, the frenulum? That there's a there's a whole thing on the Google about <laughs> the difference between the two. But oh, I really? was focusing on the mouth one. Okay. Because it should be sore because of all the dicks. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you know if you go to your dentist and you've been given the beach BJs, they can tell? Because <gasps> you have like bruises inside your mouth. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually true. Is anyone listening a dentist? <laughs> <coughs> Because I would like to know. They can, but like they can see the bruises in the back of your throat and they know you've been like sucking the B. If it was me sucking the D. driving to the dentist uh-huh. and I had been sucking the D, uh-huh. I'd have this smirk on my face like, well, aren't they in for a surprise? You'd be like, hey, doctor, yeah, I got some bruises. What do you think? <laughs> All right. My number two. Yeah. Some people, somebody, some, so some, many people, so many folks need, need, need. A, a grilled cheese. A grilled cheese. A hug cut on a triangle. Oh, my God. And a slutty little robe. Oh. I just think we all need a slutty little robe. You have one. I do. I have a. I have several, but oh. one is particularly slutty. How do you don it? You're just in your MeUndies yes. and the slutty a robe. Mi- <laughs> it's literally MeUndies. <laughs> the slutty robe. Yeah. You come and you get your coffee or your iced coffee. Yeah. You sit outside. Because the robe is covers you enough. You sit outside. You sit out on your patio, your right. porch. Covers the robe covers you enough that you're not indecent. You're not indecent, but you're a little slutty. Right, that's what's important. Especially when you're seated, 
you know, like you, like people can't see a lot because you're seated. Yeah. And then you open a little app on your phone. It's called the Merlin Bird ID. It's by Cornell University. You click on a little button. It listens to the birds around you. It tells you what they are. (gasps) Fuck off. No, it's real. Oh my God. That's amazing. I saw TikTok and she said, quit scrolling TikTok. Just download this little app and find out what the birds are around you. And I've been doing that. Oh. In a slutty robe, <clears throat> drinking my iced coffee on the patio. Yes. With the cats. Yes. But just, everyone just needs a slutty little robe. When you're wearing your slutty robe, uh-huh. in your meundies. Yes. The kids aren't here. No, I don't do it with the kids here. You're just in your abode. It's just me. And when I'm walking around the house, and the robe's just open. Right, of course. It's just, it's just I don't oh, use I a don't. robe tie. No. No, they're always in the wrong place. That's not where my waist is. Yeah. But then when I go outside, and I delicately tuck, tuck it around me like a southern lady. My question. And I sit on my chair. My question. And I tuck it beneath my, betwixt my booty cheeks. Okay, okay, okay. To keep it, to keep it modest. Because modest is hottest. No. Um, you, you make your cup of coffee. Right. It's made. Right. You pick it up off the counter. Right. Do you start role playing? I just imagine you being like, what honey, honey, what was that? No, no. Did you want another cup? No. Wait, who am I talking to? Whoever. My pretend husband? Yeah. Wow, that's sad. Honey, I was thinking for tonight, baby, baby potatoes. <laughs> Wait, what did I... I thought when you said baby, I thought you were calling him baby. Oh, You're like, you know what I'm thinking, baby? <laughs> baby potatoes. Um, what I need, so currently my slutty robe, it's was from Target, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. And it's part of their pride collection. It's like a short sleeve, kind of short robe. Mm-hmm. What I need is like one of those sheer robes with the like ostrich feathers around the <laughs> around the hem and around the wrists. You know what I mean? Yes. With kind of the kind of the bell sleeves. That is what you fucking need. So if a gentle listener out there, I'm probably a two XL, three XL mm-hmm. in men's. Yeah. So, but anyway, send it my way, and I'll send pictures. Or I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We That's don't know. Weird. You don't know. Anyway, but I just think I think if everyone has, do you have a slutty little robe? No. I mean, we all should also have an old grandma robe that's like plaid and flannel and goes to the floor and like adds lumps where we don't have lumps. Like we all should have that robe too. See, I don't get the point of a robe, honestly. What are you wearing? I'm wearing PJ pants. Okay. And a t-shirt. And nothing. Just tits akimbo. Oh, yeah. But like the robes, because maybe you're cold. If I'm cold, then I put on socks and a sweater. And it's cute. I, I agree. Yeah. But the robe. Yeah. Also cute. I don't, I or don't get frumpy. it. Or frumpy. I don't get the, Yeah, it feels frumpy <clears throat> to me. I currently have, let's see, I have one winter robe, two midweight robes, one slutty robe, one daytime kimono okay and then several evening kimonos okay so which I ones get of it. those are slutty i mean the slutty robe's the sluttiest the oh. kimonos are all a little bit slutty of course they're not kimonos they're uh uh caftans, caftans. is the word i'm looking for yeah different culture yes different culture but the robe is the most slutty yeah what's your number three? Oh, oh, are we doing that no we're done oh <laughs> Hey, we're back and it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's gonna Everything's be okay. fine. It's going to be okay. So many people. Right. Wrote in. Need a hug. Yes. A forehead kiss. Yes. And to fuck a stranger. Okay. And by okay. that I mean, by that I mean, have some sex that is not attached to emotion. Okay. And then think about it for a few days. I've only done that 
maybe twice. That's twice more than many people. And and both of those were like seven years ago. That's okay. So it's not for you, I guess. No, nah, nah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're learning. We're um, learning. So tell us more about sexual I'm fecundity. Just, I'm just. What is fecundity? Fecundity means, I believe, it means sort of like. I think it's specifically ter- referring to like birth and growth and like abundance. Great. So I don't know if you can actually say sexual fecundity. Okay. But it just means like uh, a cornucopia, an, overpo- an overwhelming cornucopia yeah. of sexual abundance. Yes. Where you have a sore fr- frenulum, frenum. And bruises inside of your yeah. mouth with and the dentist. And bruises and you're like, what's up, doc? <laughs> Yeah, I got some D against my SP, my soft palate. Oh, oh, right. Totally. SP. Yo, Doc, I got some D against my SP. (laughs) You got to clean those molars. And then he busts a move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying. Right in dentists. What I'm saying is like, have some casual hookups. Okay. Even if you're married. Please, if you're. But with consent. Fucking married. Yeah. But with consent. Have discussion about it. Right. Um, And. Because what is most fascinating to me in the years since I've been divorced, Mm -hmm. 13 now, is the different faces that sex can have. Right. And that is completely detached from emotion. You don't remember their name. Right. Or it's a friend that you hook up with from time to time. Right. We all love that. Uh, You know, and the list goes on. And it's important... Because sex is so fundamental to who we are as human beings. So there's that. I think one of the great lies of Mjarminism... Mjarminism. ...is that sex is special. <laughs> no, it's not. No. No, I'm going to take the ugliest part of my body <laughs> and put it in the ugliest part of your body multiple times. I mean, I That's was... That's not special. I was watching porn today, and yeah. I, I was looking at that dick, and I was like, that is such a beautiful thing. It's just like... Sex, sex. Here's what I think. Okay. As as a as some as a non slut aspiring slut. Right. That's me. Yeah. Sex is about connection. Yeah. It is about connecting you to another human. Mm-hmm. But that, like you said, that connection can be of a partner, or it can be of your neighbor across the way. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Or it can be of like your buddy who came over and you're playing video games and then you're like, do you want to just give me a BJ? Like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. God. Like that, it can be that too. If someone asked me to give them a BJ, I'd say yes, probably. Today when I texted you to come over, I said, <laughs> you will be done. You'll, I'm like, I'm home at 630 and you were like, great. I have, I'm going to dinner with my kid. I'll be done by then. And I was like, great. Let's do not have sex it or something. <laughs> yeah. And then you said. And then, and then I said, I'm totally down, parentheses, not no. going down yes. on you. Yeah. So when we say sex with a friend, we are not, absolutely, absolutely not talking not. about each other. No, absolutely no, 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 no. But so what I mean is everybody needs to hug a forehead kiss and just to explore what sex is yeah. outside of marriage, outside yeah. of monogamy, outside yeah. of. This is a person I'm in a relationship with. It's about pleasure. It's about connection or maybe not about connection. Here's what I want to say about and sex. And it's about learning about yourself. Yes, what? As a slut, as a, as a, as a, a, a non-slut aspiring slut. Sex is just shitting. It's eating. It's 
It's a biological imperative. Oh, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, you seemed a little <laughs> I was so confused. Being shitting. This is not a uh, a scat play podcast. <laughs> but no, like, like, sex is just as important as, like, taking a shit. Right. Or eating a delicious meal. And that's or why. Or drinking a cold glass of water on a hot day. And, that's how important sex is. And that's why those of us who aren't, don't have sexual partners, mm-hmm. masturbate a lot. Yeah, that's real. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Are, are you ever in the morning, you're like, I got to go to work. I got, can I, can I come before I have to leave? Do you sometimes, ever do that? Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. It's like a race against the clock. Uh, yeah. You're like, this porn's not doing it. This porn, you're just like scrolling the porn. Right. You got to yeah. find the right one. Yes. Because you're like, I got to be, I got to be in the shower in six right. minutes. If the girl in has a bad minutes. lip flip, I have to go, I have to find something else. <laughs> if the girl has a bad <laughs> lip flip. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but. Oh, by lip, by it's an lip. injection. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant her labia. No. Something no. about her labia was no, flipped. No, 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 not at all. So my number three. Okay. Every, all the people come together right now over me and want a, four, a, kiss, a kiss on the cheese sandwich, <laughs> a forehead kiss, a hug on the frenulum, <laughs> and... and when your cat comes and smells your breath. Oh, I know. Like you're laying in bed. <laughs> you're maybe you're scrolling the TikTok, maybe you're kind of not quite asleep a little bit and then yeah. and then you hear the 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 cat approaches and yeah. you just hear <laughs> like the purr is loud and intense. The biscuits are being made. Yeah. Every once in a while a claw goes into your belly Always. and you're and you're like shit. Yeah. But you're you're still just laying there and you just hear the. (laughs) And then, and then they just come right up and they're, and like, and I want them to groom my beard, but they never do. But they just come right up and they're just like sniffing your breath or trying to steal your breath, which was a belief about cats. Right. Anyway. Because they're spawns of Satan. That's a forehead kiss. I was just checking in with Ray to see if she was reacting to you talking about her in third person. Ray, do you hear this? And it I, is more her than, than the other cat. Not surprising. I don't think she gives a fuck no, that you're talking no. about it right now. Um, yeah, c- cats are fucking magical. And I think the thing that is going to save my son Timothy when he moves out on his own for the first time. What are you going to do with no cats in San Francisco? I'm taking one of them okay. as an ESA. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Got the letter from my therapist and everything. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, but we have this cat named Stevie Nicks. Mm-hmm. And she is actually, I was going to say she's Timothy's, but Timothy is hers. Oh, okay. Like, she owns she's my son. She's his mom. Yeah, yes. She's his mom. Yes. Kitten. Yes. And, uh... She didn't try to make him be Mormon. Sometimes. You did that. That was you. I mean, no offense, but I that was you. I can't wait to tell him that. Um, Stevie Nicks never did. No, ever. No. No, she she never doesn't even believe in God. To get Cats don't person. believe in God. They believe in themselves. Cats are atheists yeah. to the core. So, um, like, sometimes I will be talking to Timothy, mm-hmm. or he'll be talking to me, and Stevie's in the room, or she'll come in the room, and all of a sudden, he's just got this smile on his face. Aww. And I'm like, what are you smiling at? And he goes, Stevie. And I look behind me, and there's Stevie. Like, it is ridiculous. So they are going to be BFFs. Right. 
Also, side note, I'm thinking because my my cat that I'm bringing with me, Fawns. Okay. We got her in California many, okay. a, many a moon ago. She wants to go back. She's got family. There. I probably, but because she's so used to like going out and playing in the backyard mm-hmm. and being, oh, yeah. being like an actual cat, yeah. I think maybe that I will get like one of those like strap cat straps where I can strap her to my front and go on walks in the city. Like a like a baby carrier yeah, or like yeah. a leash. Like a baby carrier. Oh, okay. And we'll do that for a while. Right. And then maybe I'll try the leash thing. I, so my cats before, I mean, this was like four years ago when they were young, they had a yard. And then I moved to where I am now and they no longer have a yard. Right. And I sometimes feel guilty about it. Right. But here's the thing. When they have a yard, they just go kill things and bring them in your house. (laughs) So at least my cats don't do that. They're fulfilling their what do you what are they? The what measure are they, of their creation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I heard him come. come. I don't know. And then he wandered. Okay, what's number four? Uh beyond the number four? Yes. So all the people in town wait. need... This you, is my number four. Are oh, you wait. doing number four? Well, you just did... Oh, I did cats. It's your number it's four. It's my number four. It's my number four. It's number four. Okay. <clears throat> Every, so, so many people mm-hmm. need a hug. Right. A forehead kiss. Right. And to make a plan to do a scary thing. Oh no, I don't need that. I know. And and I by know, and by so that. many people I mean you. <laughs> I don't need that. Go so on. I have been thinking about you oh, and Jesus, others Jesus who are in the certain season of their life. Right. And by that season I mean old and scared. Well, no. What I'm saying is you and I are both in the same season of right. our lives. It's called the winter. It's called <laughs> It's called It's called Sweet Summer Child. The cold the cold and the <clears throat> winter. So uh you know, my youngest is four years older than your youngest and, right. and legally an adult. My youngest is 47. So your <laughs> Fuck you. youngest is 51. What are you talking about? Anyway, so we're, we're relatively in the same season. Right. And you have been concerned that, like, you can't change careers and do something that makes you happier because you're too old. Yes. Well, that's just not true. This has been a major topic of therapy. Oh, I'm so glad. So much therapy about oh, this. Oh, good. Yeah, so okay. much therapy about this. Great. I mean, we haven't done, we haven't then solved anything. we can anything. just go right on and skip I this mean, one. No, we haven't solved anything. No, but, no, that's not how it works. But no, like you, so I remember, I've, I'm sure I've said this on this podcast. This podcast is the worst. <laughs> you said to me once, because your, because your decision to go to grad school was largely motivated by the fact that your children were grown. Your youngest was now... Or will be 18. Wait, is 18? Is will 18 be. and has graduated from high school. Right. And so you were in this place where you were like, I can leave. Yeah. Like they can, they are legal adults. Yeah. They can fend for themselves. Right. And you said to me once. Oh, shit. What did you know, say? your youngest is only. Body to blah. Four or five years away from being an adult. Yeah. Like, what's your plan? Like, what are you thinking about? What and do you want? And this is my number four, baby. And okay. I yeah. have never considered that. <laughs> Don't even know where to begin. <laughs> I'm terrified by the very question. <laughs> 
and yelled at my therapist about it. Oh, okay. So, and what was your therapist's response? Well, he said some really nice things, so I don't want to repeat them. Oh. Because they that would make you uncomfortable. Because, oh my God. No, this is what he said, and this was actually really, help, okay. really helpful. Okay, helpful is needed because... Because this is what he said. Most he said, people who are listening are in their 40s, so... This is what he said, and this yeah. was helpful. He said, on, on the one hand, five years is not a lot of time. You are right. Like, this, this is fast approaching. <clears throat> yeah. On the other hand, five years is a long time. Uh-huh. So, like, if you don't know what is happening in five years, that's fine. Yeah, I agree. Like, you have a, like, five years is a long, long time. Right. Think of your life five years ago. Yeah. And how different it is now. Like, that is a long time. Yeah. So, it's okay to say, okay, this is approaching. I need to, I, I want to think about this. I want this to be part of my thought process. Yes. But it's also a long time, so I don't have to have answers today. Right. So my plan is to not have answers for the next four years and 364 days. <laughs> and then go, well, it's too late. I can't so, do anything now. So, what am I going to do? So let me tell you, though, when I um, started seeing my current therapist. Lucy. It was uh, just a little over two years ago. Mm-hmm. And our we had goals. We set goals. Oh, Gross. And she has to do that because of the ca- the counseling center that she works for. And so, um, anyway, one of the five goals was for for who knows how long, right? For the duration of our relationship, professional relationship, was let's get on track with what I'm going to do in two years when I have the freedom to leave my children. Gross. And here we are. I leave at the end of August for right, San Francisco. Right. It wasn't until last August. It was August, just this last August of 2022 when I went grad school. Yeah. And it just clicked. Yep. And I also want to say. And I said hi to my house. And, and I it clicked. And I, yeah, and also, it just clicked. I also want to say that I do not see you at all. Slipping into complacency. In in five years' time. I will say this. Okay. And I I will regret it later. Okay. But I have started having some thoughts. Well, okay. Let me rewind. Let me make this a bigger deal. Oh, my God. When you're a Mormon, Mm, you do not make a decision ever for yourself. Yeah. No independent thought. You never make a single decision. Your life is planned out. I don't feel like I've ever made a single decision in my life. Oh, man. And I'm... 46 years old. Like, I feel like, and and again, this is something my therapist was like, well, that's not entirely true. Like, you did come out of the closet and leave the church and, you know, and And I'm like, well, but that wasn't, that wasn't really my fault. But anyway, the point is, when you grow up Mormon, you, you know, go to seminary, you graduate seminary, you go on a mission, you come home from a mission, you, You like, all of your decisions are made for you. You get married, you start having babies. So this, to me, feels like the first time in my life as a 46-year-old, and really let's fast forward to when my child is actually grown and out of the house, as like a 51-year-old, this feels like the first time in my life I've ever made a decision about myself. And what's that decision? Well, no, I have no idea. Oh! But this is what I was going to say. I just wanted to give a little context. Oh, okay, okay. But what I was going to say is, (laughs) I have started 
toying with what that decision could be. And I can't even say it out loud because it makes me want to pull my eyeballs out of my head and be run over by a train. Because like, it's scary. So scary. And that's my number four. Fuck. But are you going to say it? No, God, no. Oh, no. Man. Not even, I'm not even close. Even like, to on, me? Offline? No, no. Oh. Not yet. No. It's too terrifying. Oh. It's way too terrifying. Okay, so it's then- not even anything terrifying. Like if I said it, it would be like I'm gonna eat a graham cracker. Like that's literally how terrifying it is. Cut my grilled cheese gonna, on the diagonal. I'm gonna trim my toenails, <laughs> and you'd be like, "Wait, that's the thing you were terrified to say out loud." But like in my mind, I think, "Wait, what if I wanted this thing? What if I did this thing? Scariest thing I've ever thought of or yeah. heard of." And that's why you should do it. What's your number four? My number four. In the town where the people live, in the town square, as they they gather, the people need a hug (laughs) across their thighs. They need a toasted forehead kiss. Bread bread sandwich. Oh, okay. With the bread and the cheese. And they need the Barbie movie. Uh I just the it's so it's July tenth. When does it come out? The 18th? July twenty first. Twenty first. God, that's a nightmare. <clears throat> so far, I can't begin to explain how important this movie is. And tell that I would like to have an I, idea. Did you have Barbies? No, I don't know why it's so important. I didn't really play with Barbies. I just there's something about it that's so queer. And so Fair. joyous. Yes. And so absurd. Uh-huh. Like, we live in a hellscape. We do. And this movie is like, I am going to be Bubblegum Candy and Britney Spears magazines. Yes. You know what I mean? And and, and who knows? Maybe it's not even that. Maybe it actually has a much deeper message than that. It sounds like maybe it does. Today, <clears throat> they released a video of... Ryan Gosling, who plays Ken, singing a song about being Ken. I mean, that's important. <laughs> that is important. It's super queer. Did you remember that Ryan Gosling was a Mouseketeer? He yeah. was a member of the Mickey Mouse Club? I remember it every time. So bitch can sing. Yeah. Bitch can sing. Yeah, he can. We're not auto-tuning. No. He's We're raw-dogging that We're show We're raw-dogging. Yeah. So I just, like, the moment I saw that shot of the foot coming out of the high heel. Uh-huh. And still being perfectly arched. Right. As a Barbie foot is. My soul felt lighter. <laughs> more complete. Um, Kent, did you know Helen Mirren's narrating this movie? Shut your goddamn <laughs> mouth. She's the narrator. Shut your fucking mouth. <clears throat> I here's loved other, it. I was the one to tell you here's that. Here's the other thing I love about this movie. Okay. This marketing team, they yeah. are not fucking around. No. I expect to open my door one day <clears throat> and someone punches me in the face and paints me pink. <laughs> and then puts a stamp on me that says Barbie, no, July 21st. Oh, oh my God. <clears throat> I have already purchased Barbie wine glasses. Right. In a in a collab with Dragon Wine Glasses or something. Yeah. Barbie yeah. Champagne Flutes. Exactly. I need to return them. I can't afford one them. One was a pink a blush pink and one was like a hot pink. Yes. Yeah. Today, Becky with CK sent me the Barbie MeUndies collab. You know, I love a MeUndies. <laughs> well, they have a collab. 
There's a there's Barbie swim floats. There's Barbie, I don't know, a Barbie Whopper. I don't know. There's, uh, there's all the Barbie be all things. There's all kinds of Barbie things. Anyway, it's genius. Did you know that Chris Evans' brother is one of the kins? Yes, Scott, Scott Evans. Evans. We love he's gay. Who is gay? IRL. And my ex-husband Gary and his husband hung out with him in LA a bunch of times. Oh, great. Yeah. Here's what I don't care about. Okay. First of all, your husband Gary. My ex-husband Gary. And second of all, Oppenheimer. I could not Aww. fucking care less. Would you see it for me? I mean, maybe. But as, a, I don't... as my companion. Maybe. <laughs> but what if we just see Barbie again? <laughs> but what if it's, what if Oppenheimer's, really, what if we see that first and Barbie's a cleanse? I just feel like the whole time in Oppenheimer, I'm just going to be waiting for Barbie. Well, then why don't we see Barbie and then Oppenheimer and then no. Barbie again? Oh, maybe. Three that movies. could work. Yeah. You know, my favorite Instagram account, Evan Ross Katz, has a post recently where he has a t-shirt that says, it's a split down the middle t-shirt, pink on one side, gray on the other, Barbenheimer. Barbieheimer. Barbenheimer. Something like that. Yeah. I just, I feel like there's a metaphor there about Barbie and Oppenheimer and the, and the horrible. And the horrors. Horrors and the bagels. And the bagels. (laughs) And Barbie's the bagels. And maybe I just want the bagels. Anyway, what's your number five? Maybe. Okay. All right. Uh, my number five. Uh, you do your number five first. Let's just go crazy. I'm going to do mine last. Okay. So my, so as I mentioned, for the 4th of July, the nation's birthday, uh, my daughter and I made a um, 4th of July playlist that we... <laughs> That we built as we drove. Like, we just came up with songs, and I was like, oh, put that on it. And she'd be like, oh, what about this? Put this on it. And then it it did become very Broadway-heavy, as I am wont to do. You asked me for a suggestion, and I sent you a song about cum. Oh, I didn't put that on. I know. I didn't even notice the suggestion, because I was already drunk in Becky's pool. Oh, my God. So, but but we had some good ones on there. But, um, where am I going with this? Uh, what... (laughs) So one of the songs on there is from Frozen 2, Into the Unknown, mm-hmm. by Adina Menzel, because it's about exploration, going into the unknown, America. You know, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, as, as we drove home and listened to um, our, our uh, 4th of July playlist mm-hmm. entitled For the Red, White, and Blue, oh my God. and we sang Into the Unknown... The two of us in the car, mm-hmm. like, <clears throat> like a 1997 Divas concert <laughs> on MTV. Like, it was like, the two of us, like, into the unknown. You know what I mean? What into the unknown. The, the belting technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's my number five. All the, all the folks in the circle need a tussle of love. A hungry sandwich mm-hmm. and an undeclared belt contest to show tunes. <laughs> belt contest? You, like it's undeclared. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like you're not saying that you're having yeah. a belt contest, right, right. but both of you are like, into the unknown. <laughs> into the unknown. Yeah. I promise I can hit notes better than this, but. Do you and Lyle, uh, are your child right. ever sing, uh, what's that Adina Menzel song from Wicked? Uh, Yes, and we nobody do. Nobody. Yeah, we in do. In all of us. Yes. Yeah. No wizard that there is or was. He's ever gonna bring. Mary. 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 Mary.
guy. Yeah, see, it, I'm the crow belt time cast. Yeah, okay. Here's some other songs on that playlist. Just We're just going to run through a few. Okay. Miss Americana and the Heartbreak Prince by Taylor Swift. Okay. Great, right? Miss Great. Americana. Yeah. Miss Independent, Kelly Clarkson. Nine to five, Dolly Parton, a salute to capitalism. <laughs> RuPaul's song, Call Me Mother, because America is the mother. <laughs> Valerie, the Glee cast version. Oh, fuck you. Because of Santana. Oh. She's dead now. River Deep, Mountain High, the Glee cast version, oh because God. of the rivers and the deeps and the mountains <laughs> and the prairies. Eagle When She Flies, Dolly Parton. Okay. Because of the eagle. Yeah. Padam Padam and Padam Padam, the Jax Jones remix. J- whose remix? I don't know. Okay. Royals by Lord, because we've, we have we escaped the royals. Ascended and escaped, yes. Uh, one Day More, Les Mis. Because, because of Because we're killing, we're killing the bourgeoisie. Yeah. America by Neil Diamond. It's right. an immigrant love song. Uh, They've really been is. traveling far. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we come to America. Freedom by George Michael. Freedom. Yeah. Apt. Uh, and National Anthem by Lana Del Rey. It's very depressing. Uh-huh. Anyway, what's your number is. five? All right. <clears throat> oh, oh shit. shit. My number five is so many people. In the town. <laughs> of our society, which Neat. is a structure. Need a hug, a forehead kiss, uh-huh. a lick across the cheek, and and you need to sit down with headphones on with mm-hmm. every single Beatles album. Oh, okay. If you're cleaning your house, fine. But what I want you to do, this is what so many people need in the town square. Yeah, is to. <clears throat> As you're listening to each Beatles song, mm-hmm. read about the songs, what inspired okay. the writing of each song, okay. what the Beatles were doing when that album was made. Okay. That's all fucking fascinating. And then you need I to didn't re- know you were a Beatles fan. Wow. <laughs> that's my that's my fault. That's, and I apologize. That's on you. So that's on you. I say I'm a Depeche Mode girl, which is true. Right. Depeche Mode. Me and Sister Volva, we yeah. love Depeche Mode in ways that we cannot express. Okay. Because it really changed our lives Kay. when we discovered Fair. it together. Yeah. Now, the, in the Beatles bio. in the bio. You exactly. Old, oh, yeah. You found an old cassette. It was in, in Baton Rouge. The, you found an old cassette in the bio. No, listen. We walked to this video store <laughs> from our house. And the, and it was on a it was on a platform because of the floods <laughs> for when the levee down break. <laughs> it was on cinder blocks. Um, anyway, <clears throat> and each, each section of the video store, so horror, right. action adventure. Slutty comedy. Right. It, it was, was the 90s. was decorated for that section. Okay. That's why we loved it. And even if we weren't going to rent a video, we went and just walked around. What does this have to do with Depeche Mode? We went to the music section. Okay. And it, there was this VHS tape called Catching Up With Depeche Mode. Okay. And I know I started talking about the Beatles. Just give me a second. <laughs> We're going to get back there. And I had to convince my sister three times, let's rent it, because we had enough money to just rent one thing. Okay. The, the finally, when I we rented that it. as well, but it was an Andrew Lloyd Webber concert. That And that explains and everything. That so we rented it, and we have never been the same since. So okay. anyway. So you were right. 
About Depeche Mode. About renting it. Yeah. Um, she was like, I really want to watch Porky's. You were like, well, not again. Well, we couldn't bring that home. No Absolutely not. Anyway, so the reason I don't talk about my love for the Beatles is because it should just already be known that the Beatles is still today unsurpassed as the world's greatest band. And... I have a counterpoint coming up. Oh, this is going to be... This is going to get bloody. <laughs> I can't wait. Okay. Now... For example, if I make a list of my favorite 60s songs, I don't include any of the Beatles because if I'm going to include the Beatles on a list of favorite 60s songs, it's uh-huh. going to be all Beatles. Do you follow what I'm saying? I do, but here's my counterpoint. So I have a counterpoint. Okay. I did that on accident. I know. The Beatles are amazing songwriters okay maybe not amazing performers okay so i'm like live performers just like i think their songs <laughs> are unmatched thank you but i will send you i'm going to send you this playlist that i randomly discovered one day called black beatles and it's beatles songs covered by r&b artists <gasps> So it's like Stevie Wonder, we can work it out. That sounds amazing. That's be- Stevie Wonder, we can work it out is better than the Beatles, we can work it out. You know what I mean? I, I, okay. Aretha Franklin's Eleanor Rigby. Ooh. Better than the Beatles <laughs> or Eleanor Rigby. I don't know if better is the word I choose, but I hear what you're saying. Come together. space. Ike and Tina Turner and the Icats. Yeah. It's better than the Beatles. <laughs> it's an amazing <clears throat> song. Mm-hmm. But when Tina Turner does it, <laughs> I hear what you're here that. comes the sun by Nina Simone. Oh fuck! I mean, oh that's a that's a tough one. Something by James Brown. By James. <laughs> Savoy Truffle. I don't even know that Beatles <gasps> Savoy song. Savoy Truffle. Ella motherfucking Fitzgerald. Oh my god! I, we can work what? it out. I don't know this. By Dion Warwick. Oh, Dion. Dion Warwick. The queen of Twitter. Lord. Anyway, I, I'm holding space. For so what this saying. is so. So I have nothing against the Beatles. No, I, I think what you're <laughs> saying is in support of what I'm saying. I agreed, but I think they are better songwriters yeah. than song performers. A Hard Day's Night by Dion Warwick. Oh my god! By Dion. Dion Warwick. D War. So let it be. Bye. Gladys Knight and the Pips. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. So, I'm done reading this so playlist. what I want you to do after you get that hug and forehead kiss. Right. Is to go through their anthology, album by album, from the start. Oh, God. And notice, but no, it's, it's a gift to do this. And notice how the music evolves over each album. Okay, I'll do that. And... <laughs> no, I won't do won't. that. No. I... My exploration slash discovery of the White Album, and my parents had all the albums. Right. And they were falling apart because they'd been listened to hundreds and hundreds and right. hundreds of times. I feel like it's anti-Mormon, the Beatles. I'm surprised your parents right? liked it so, so much. So they didn't grow up in Utah. Okay. Does that help? No. No? Okay. No. Nope. Um, so, <clears throat> but they also grew up in the 60s. So I don't know if that helps. Fair. So, um, well, they were born. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. So. My exploration discovery of the White Album was transcendent. Okay. My dad would tell stories of when he was in the Navy working on an Arc 
aircraft carrier right. during the Vietnam War. Right. And the day Sergeant Peppers was released, or the day they got the album yeah. delivered to right. the aircraft carrier, they played it over the loudspeaker all day long on repeat. Do you think that your dad and some of the other seamen explored each other's bodies <laughs> look, that day? Look, I could do a whole episode on this. Okay. <laughs> on your dad's in the military and exploring other men's bodies? Just my dad and his sexuality. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's dummy toss if I ever heard of <laughs> And if my mom was listening, which she, let's face it, she probably is. Yeah. She's probably asking herself, what in the world? Let's make a demi toss because she's not paying for this. That we know of. That we know, but that we know of. But wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Um. Okay. So that's it. Those are the top five things that we the uh, when our knees are sore I... and someone brings us an ice pack <laughs> and they put the ice pack on the knee that we need. <clears throat> that's the top five. Um. I just want to say. That I give this episode episode a solid C plus. Same. Okay. I'm gonna go with like a C minus. I oh, oh that's fine. Mm. I also want to say like it still passed, that, but barely. That our mountain people, the Olers, mm. are older than I realized. Chloe just turned thirty seven. Oh, it's an old lady. And the pilot, her husband, is almost forty. Wow. Yeah, and their oldest child, who has a male birth assignment and right. uses he him pronouns, right, had a growth spurt. And didn't recognize him. Okay. This was an interesting way to end. So I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you brought this I up. I felt like that was this morning, too. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really glad you brought it up. Um, okay, so this is the final episode of Hot Drinks. <laughs> okay, listen. It's not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> when I texted you, I said, why don't you come over at 6, mm-hmm. let's record, yeah. and then let's watch YouTube videos called How to Make a Podcast. Yeah. It's 10, though. We're not going to watch YouTube videos. You know what? As far as the Patreon goes and how we've been, like, you know, utter failures in that right. in that regard. What if we got away with the tears and just said, everybody send us 10 bucks because you love it. And we just have one tear. We should, and just, it's we called should talk about that offline. Because you love it. Because you love it. Okay. Write in. Tell us what you think. <laughs> so, anyway, All this right. is Hot Drinks. Um, an embarrassment of riches. Oh or God. an embarrassment. I forgot about that saying. Is that in the Book of Mormon or in the Bible? <laughs> no. An embarrassment of riches. It's in the scriptures. Is it? Good night. There's some tits.